Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Making Sense podcast. I'm Sam. What's up everyone? Yours truly in the building. <laughs> Jay. John's here. Everyone's only Thank you for tuning back in. What are we talking about today? What are we talking about today? Star Wars? Sorry, I mean trade wars. Is there a difference? <laughs> Might as well be Star Wars. Exactly, right? It's probably as fictional as Star Wars at the moment. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll dive into trade wars a little bit. Um not you know, not too not, not too deep. Yeah. But just a breakdown of what's been going on. There's there's um there's been a lot in the news about Trump's trade wars on several countries, regions, etc. So we're just going to give a quick overview of what's been happening, what we think is going to happen going forward, etc. For sure. Um, yeah. It's all over the news, right? Yeah. Um, one of the questions I've had, and I'm sure you'll address is, you know, are we actually in a trade war now? Or is it likely to happen? What does it even mean? There's so many things that I think, you know, you hear it so much, you, I don't think the average person well, no, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Cool. So, where should, should we kick off? Go into a disclaimer before we move forward. Sure. Um, please remember that we are not financial advisors. We're just giving you our food for thought. Um, anything you're going to dive into, put money into, move forward with, please do your relevant research and don't blame us for anything if it goes wrong. <laughs> but if it goes right, give us Thank a credit. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hashtag. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were yeah. the friends, boy. So, just uh, so, <laughs> to, yeah. e- to ease us in, mm-hmm. <laughs> what is actually a trade war? It's very simple. It's usually what happens when, so one country feels, usually one country feels like they're being treated unfairly by another country. So, I don't know, Jerome Land, France's land. We trade, I buy hats from Jerome Land, Jerome buys shoes from my country. But for some reason, Jerome feels that whenever companies in his country sell stuff to my country they have to pay tariffs which are way too high it's it's a form of taxation if if um you're buying something from another country the supplier who's set selling it to you when the product gets into this country they have to pay like a tax on top of it so that's a tariff so usually trade wars happen when you know the, the countries feel like the the tariffs that they're paying are too high so therefore, they might increase the tariff that another country has to pay when they sell stuff to them. Uh, and when one country does it, the other one retaliates and it goes on and on and on. That's basically a trade war. So there's nothing fancy or crazy about it, sexy about it. Simply put, that's it. And it, it doesn't always have to be tariffs. Sometimes it could be a quota, which is simply put, um, limiting how much a foreign country can sell to your country. Okay. So that's it. That's that's what a trade war is basically. The um, you know, the one country increasing it, and then the other retaliates, and then the other do so, does something else, etc., etc. Got you. Yes, got you. Basic question I would have, and forgive me if you're going to go into it anyway, is why do these things happen? Yeah, you, usually the one country feels like there's some unfair treatment. So in this instance, it, it all started with Donald Trump, really, right? He basically said um, he didn't like the fact that. Um, America had a, such a huge or high trade surplus with China. So again, so what that means, simply put, is obviously China and the US, they trade with each other. And every year, one sells uh, stuff to the other, one does the opposite. Right? They buy and sell to each other. But after, so last year, the trade, the trade surplus was such that the US had bought a lot more from China 
compared to China buying from the US. Mm. So Trump, I mean... It, so they it, bought more than they sold to China. <coughs> basically, yes. Yeah. So so the US bought around 500 billion worth of goods. Mm-hmm. China bought about 150 million. <laughs> million or billion? Uh, sorry, billion. Billion. Both billions, yeah. So 350 uh, billion surplus. Yeah. yeah. Now, the immediate question I would have, and I think I've actually seen it out there, is is having a trade deficit? No, absolutely bad? not. No, it's not. It's not bad. But Trump doesn't seem to understand that. He thinks it's as simple as, oh, no, 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 we're spending way too much money. We're giving way too much money to mm. China. Do you think he believes that or do you think his base believes that? I think his base believes that. I think they believe it too. Mm. But, but I, one thing I did hear, I was listening to Bloomberg podcast once. and one, I can't remember who it was, but one of his administration was saying it's also around the IP. Mm. So yeah, we've seen this, haven't we? Like, you know, a company will make a new phone, etc., whatever. And then loads of copies of that phone, of that tech will end up in China. China, so he was saying this is not just about the surplus. This is about um, yeah protecting America's IP as well. But he that's wrong because yeah. so imagine okay so, no it's obviously true what he said they do steal IP right so it's true. But, but doing that doesn't stop them stealing the IP exactly. That's <laughs> they what still I was buy say. iPhone and exactly. <laughs> copy it, and yeah. even if they never sold anything to China, but they sold it to France, yeah. China can just buy it from France, right? Yeah. So he's going on about it a complete wrong way. But one thing where Trump actually isn't wrong is the with the the level of tariffs the u.s usually applies very low tariffs on other countries goods mm-hmm. um the u.s is, has one of the lowest about three percent on average they apply so if a country is selling to the u.s they have to pay three percent on top of whatever it is which is one of the lowest okay. um if you look at a country like egypt egypt has 18 percent gotcha. um i should have a is that indicative of their economy though because you just talked about a really strong economy that has low tariff yeah that's struggling what, I, I know that's why I just yeah. well, let me get the list out and, yeah. and give you some comparable one so Egypt had had the highest of 18 that's mm. why I mentioned it US is around 3% um, so I don't know Canada for instance it's around 4% in Europe it's about 5% so mm. even if we compare US and Europe US, Europe Still charges lower. on average 5% so the US has very low tariffs so he's right in that sense when he says that China's taking advantage of them. He's right in that sense. But mm-hmm. yeah, he's he's wrong about everything else, basically. <laughs> um, so yeah. Higher presidency. Yeah, everything. <laughs> um, what was I saying? So yeah, what's the question? Why people do? You know, what do you so say? no, I, my question was, is having a trade deficit oh, yeah. necessarily a bad thing? Yeah, so it's, it's not necessarily because um, it's, at the end of the day, it's all supply and demand, right? Mm, agreed. Um, just because China sells more to the US than the US to China in goods, that, that doesn't mean anything. There's there's other ways, there's other areas you can have a surplus or deficit. When we when it comes to stuff like um um assets, right? China is the largest buyer of US Treasury bonds, so China has a huge trade surplus with China mm. when it comes to US Treasuries. If you, no one obviously looks at it like that, but if you did. That's an area where China buys so much more than the US buys Chinese bonds, mm. right? So it's not really that simple as Trump is making it seem. Mm. But that's that's his reasoning anyway. That's his reasoning for it. Got you. So I think our next point would be, you know, do we actually have a trade war going on now? Because it's all over the news. Um, yeah. Do we have the onset of a trade war? Is, or is there one coming up, one on the horizon? Or are we yeah. in a trade war now? And I, how I, do you know? Yeah. Well, I think it's all very grey. But usually the markets agree that there isn't a trade war, but there's a higher probability of a trade war compared to, say, before Trump came. 
So that the, it's, there's more likely for there to be a trade war. But what I was saying earlier is um, the, um, the trade war will specifically just be with China. Um, in the beginning of this year, where Trump started imposing all these tariffs, it, was, it wasn't it was just against China. It was against China. It was against Europe. It was basically against everyone, everyone. he had some kind of issue with. Mm. But the China one, he had a specific issue with, right? So actually at this point, I'll, I'll just give a breakdown of, of events that had happened. Cool. Actually, no, let's look at the historic one. Cause that'd be cool. Yeah, that would be, yeah. yeah. So the, the, there's actually, there's been one major one in the US, which was in the 1930s. Um, so there was, um, it's called the Smoot-Hawley Tariff. Anyone heard of it? Nope. No. Okay. There was this in, 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 the, was in the Midwest. There was this, um, it, it wasn't, what's the, it's not a tsunami, but you know when there's so much, there's so much wind that it, it takes the dust and the dust goes on your house and your car and everything. Oh, okay. Okay. Sandstorm? The, sandstorm? Sandstorm. Yeah, yeah there was a, a huge sandstorm in the Midwest, right? Okay. And a lot of the farmers got hit really bad. Their soil was messed up. Mm-hmm. They couldn't they couldn't do much. Um on uh, as a result of that, what the US did is that they imposed forty eight percent tariffs on all farming products coming from outside the UK. But they did it, they're saying they did it to protect their farmers. Because they obviously knew the farmers couldn't produce anything. So there was going to be an influx of products from other areas. But to kind of um, tone it down, to not let them take over the US markets, they increased those tariffs to 48%. Got you. Which I guess kind of made sense at that time. But that's the only time really you've seen anything like above 25%, which is what Trump was trying to impose or has imposed. Um, I suppose, was what was the response to that? Did it? Was there a massive back and forth? Yes. No, that was it. They did it and that was it. That wow. it oh no no, sorry, yeah. There was retaliations from Canada from all the all the traded beer. Yeah, there were retaliations. Mm-hmm. Um it, I don't even have the exact figures of how they retaliated. Gotcha. But what I, I do know is that after this so this was in nineteen thirty. And after, a year after this incident, um global trade with the US had fallen by around sixty five percent. So the level of trading was significantly lower. Which is why people say these days that no one's going to win the trade war. Yeah. Because in, in the short term, yeah, you've imposed tariffs, so you're discouraging some kind of behavior. But in the long run, once the retaliation starts and then other countries might get involved, it just lowers global trade mm. in aggregate. I think that was my concern around trade wars. It was mainly that, because uh, that was the first thing I heard come out of mo- multiple news outlets, that nobody wins in a trade yeah, war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and if it does that, then just decreases global trade. Does yeah. that spark the onset of a recession or does yeah, that contribute it, 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 it to could. the other factors we already have? It could. It's definitely part of it, you know? Yeah. yeah, a time when a lot of people are predicting a recession is on exactly. its way. Exactly. Where people are saying we're nearing up the point of the cycle where a recession could come. You know, is this one of the factors that yeah, could be the it, it the could definitely catalyst. be a catalyst, 100%. Mm. Well, he, but he's doing it for a reaction, right? He, he's using it so other countries kind of... Do, um, do what he wants. Yeah. It's not like there's a fundamental issue they're trying to correct, like that sandstorm no. thing. No, so he his his reasoning was the um, the threat of national security. <laughs> so wow, he yeah his because because um as a president you're not actually allowed to increase tariffs or to issue tariffs, right? You you you're only allowed if it's if it goes against national security or if you're doing it to maintain national security. Got you. And his whole thing was that oh because they're so reliant on importing steel from other countries. It limits their ability to create weapons. So you were saying it was actually a national security that they need to <laughs> they need to lower the amount of steel they imp- 
uh, import from other countries so okay. that they can build a more a bigger um steel industry industry in the US. That's that that was his reasoning. Mm-hmm. But it's nonsense because they did that, but then they exempted uh, South Korea. South Korea is the largest steel importer to the US. Gotcha. Right? So yeah, it, it doesn't. So is it really, seeming it's just literally more political? It's very political. It's eighty percent very political. political yeah. It's mm. very, it's very political. And the the, the Chinese aren't stupid. They know that. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Let's let's just go into the um the events that kind of had happened last okay, year. Cool. So again, this is just China specific. Is mm-hmm. the obviously the tariffs haven't just been raised on Chinese goods, but I'm just focusing on China because yeah. We don't have much time, and, whatever, and that seems right? to be who the trade war would be. Yeah, if they were exactly, to be on, right? exactly. Um, so yeah, it all started in January last year, this year actually, where he said, um, "Well, it, yeah." So he he made that comment about the uh, the national security on steel, whatever. Um, then he imposed the first tariffs imposed were on solar panels and washing machines produced in China. That's the first one he did. <laughs> uh, it was like ten percent. Yeah. Okay, fine. That was in January. Um, then he he said, okay, he's he's done this because he wants China to reduce the 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 trade surplus, right? He wanted China to to buy more from a he wanted China to buy more from America, yep. and he wanted China to lower tariffs on American goods. Um, the Chinese they they actually don't like the fact that there's such a huge surplus. They don't like it simply because what the Chinese are doing is they're trying to decrease their reliance on exports. Because okay. right now, so much of the economy is relying on exports, right? Yeah. But they're trying to decrease it. So actually, they don't actually like this huge um, surplus. They want to uh, lower it. Okay. But they don't want to lower it because you're telling them, right? Now, <laughs> despite all of that, they kind of they kind of agreed and said that they would aim to lower it by 100 over some years, okay. right? They, they said that. Um, but yeah, because nothing happened as such, that wasn't good enough for Trump. Um, Sorry, France, quickly. So what's the problem with is the problem with your economy being so reliant on exports is that if people find an alternative... You're screwed. Yeah, yeah. okay. You're screwed. It's just diversification. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. You're screwed. That's it. And and then also, um, how much you you export also depends on the um, the strength of the currency of your trading partners, etc. Yeah, yeah. So you, you're really exposed to global trade, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so in March, uh, Trump announced 25% tariff on steel imports and 10% on an aluminium. Yeah. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Say so aluminum, but... Yeah, yeah I'm right. Yeah. Not around there. Aluminium. Yeah, exactly. Aluminium. <laughs> yeah. So that happened That happened in March. Then the same month, um, after having done that, he um, he exempted South Korea. Um, and, and in return for exempting South Korea, South Korea promised to buy more American cars. So everything is like a deal for him, you know. Yeah. It's like, oh, I give you this, you give me that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and some other countries were also exempted, like Argentina, Australia, Brazil. But again, I don't know what kind of deals he made of those, but gotcha. yeah, there was there was something. Um, one. So after these tariffs happened in March, how China retaliated was um, they were very strategic. So they they increased um, tariffs on specific products by the same amount but they only chose products which comes from trump's voting base yeah, right yeah so like uh, it's very strategic mm-hmm. you know um it's mainly products coming from from the um midwestern any any all of 
all these regions with large Republican voters, etc. Wow. So they're going to be targeted. Exactly. Really? Yeah, that's products what like what? Sorry. Uh, so a lot of farming products. Oh, okay. Uh, soybeans. Soybeans is a massive one. They, they cancelled about 12 billion worth of soybeans orders. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're smart. They're smart. Yeah, um, so now China's actually looking at trading more with Brazil, yeah. buying soybeans from Brazil. So this... It's this, hurt the economy. It's hurt yeah, the economy. This is, yeah. It's, it's going to be... The US is going to be the first to fill the pinch. Yeah. Because what also what, what people don't realize is um, even if, let's just say, the the products that the tariffs have been put on, say there's, I don't know, 50 billion, right? 50 billion as a percentage of the US, of US GDP, it's a lot higher compared to 50 billion as a percentage of the China. So for the US, let's just say you've, you've put these tariffs on 1% of your GDP worth, that same amount to China. It's, it's nothing it's like no point something mm. so the impact is always ha- harsher in the US that's interesting yeah um, so if it's if we're talking of a, about a tit for tat kind of thing because the US buys a lot more from China the US can obviously put tariffs on 500 billion worth of products whereas China could only put tariffs on 150 billion Got you. But that's just if we're doing it, this kind yeah, of exactly. linear relationship, right? Are there other ways outside of... There's, there's... <laughs> so last, last month, this is what China has done. They've, um, they're putting... Oh, they, all the private schools in China mm-hmm. are not allowed to use US curriculums in their schools. Oh, wow. Right? Um, they're talking about stopping Chinese people from studying in the US. Uh, yeah so there's so many other ways they can retaliate which yeah. isn't necessarily econ- economical well it is it doesn't it, it is economic but it's just yeah, yeah. indirect kind of um the the biggest thing they could do is to stop buying u.s treasuries or sell u.s treasuries mm-hmm. that will hurt the u.s the most because that would increase the, the cost of borrowing gotcha. so the u.s would have to pay a lot more in interest to raise money that's the biggest kind of defense do you think you'll get that far? I don't think so, no. Mm. And I don't think so. Because um, one one kind of trend with these tariffs is when Trump announces them, he announces them, then he sets like a four-month um, time in the future when it will become effective. Mm-hmm. And then during those four months, he does all this stuff or he tries to speak to them or he tries to invite them to the table just to, to kind of have some kind of discussion or something. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's happened. Sometimes it hasn't happened. So um, yeah, I, I don't think it'll, it'll get it'll get that so far. So typical Trump shock rally kind of thing, something to put out in the press. Yeah, yeah. I I actually I actually thinks that someone said it very. Uh, I read an article and they said effectively what Trump is doing is running that country like he's the CEO of a company. Yes, yeah. he's not running like mm. as a president. So if you just took a business view to this, some of this, some of these defensive tactics or some of these, you could almost try and understand logically. Yeah, yeah. but. It's the entire that's country. That's what he was voted in for, right? People, that was one of the yeah. I don't think they realised that's how he'd run the country, though. <laughs> Maybe. Know, I think they, they knew he'd run it like a company, but they didn't know the impact of that. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Because that was them... often the strap line. We needed to run it like a company, not like a politician. We don't trust the politicians. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. I don't think they understood the actual ramifications yeah. on a detailed level. Yeah. Uh, and then the other way they can retaliate also would be um, to just give US companies a hard time, right? Mm-hmm. So all the, those manufacturing companies with with factories in China, they could tax them more. They could just harass mm-hmm. them. They could just boycott them. Don't know if you guys remember a few years ago when they were boycotting South Korean products. Yeah. Yeah. 
that hit them badly. So if yeah, they they stopped. They told it was like a propaganda thing. The whole nation stopped buying South Korean products. Wow. And they've even they've been on the tech companies for a while. So I'm pretty sure you can't access Facebook in China. Yeah, yeah you, you can't, can't. Can't use Google. Yeah, yeah they have it's, the, it's just the iPhones. Do. Apple, Apple's mm. the has has the largest exposure. Yeah, and they also buy the semiconductors. Yeah. So Apple is, but funny enough, there's no tariffs on iPhones, right? Because you know they're assembled and shipped yeah, up. Yeah. There's no tariffs on them. And this tells me whoever is, you know, the tech, the Apple guy that has a connect to the White House, Sester mm. Trump, look. Tim Cook. Yeah. yeah. If you do this, we're going to have to increase Apple products by this much. The consumers are going to be upset. Yeah. Do you really want to do this? I don't mm. know. I don't know. Yeah, you don't want to mess with people's phones, but <laughs> they probably care about that more than they do their economy. Yeah. No, if you look at what Apple contributes to that economy, yeah. Yeah. that's another thing. You know, how much tax yeah. do they pay? Et and then, and then Apple can up. easily say, look, if we increase this, people, there's going to be less consumers buying our phones. Yeah. We're going to have to let people go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? The impact. And is Trump big. is scared of unemployment. He doesn't want high unemployment. Yeah, he, he doesn't want high interest rates. He just wants things to remain sweet for everyone. Because yeah, he's supposed to be making America great again, aren't they? Yeah. Which I guess, well, if you look at, if you if you think that that investment markets are a kind of Barometer. representation mm. of success of presidency, he's doing very well mm. because S and P's perform more exactly. Yeah, yeah. Doing, but it actually has nothing to do with him. <laughs> it, it doesn't actually. Maybe it does because he, do, he did the tax cuts earlier this year, yeah, which gave people, which gave companies a boost, extra income. So fine, maybe he's done that, but. That will be a loss of revenue over the next years. So for now, it's all happy days. But in a few years, we'll start to feel the pinch. Mm-hmm. The US will start to feel the pinch. Because the tax revenues are lower. Yeah. yeah. So there's less they can do. So in May, Trump sent several requests to China. He said, this is what I want in order for him to remove these tariffs. So uh, he wants China to reduce the deficit, not by 100, but by 200 million, a billion now. Oh, wow. He wants China to open up to more US investments. Again, that's that's a fair point because China is very closed. Mm-hmm. They don't allow, like, if you, most companies can't invest directly into China. They have to do it via Hong Kong or have as like a joint venture with another mm-hmm. Chinese firm. Yeah. So they're very closed in that sense. Um, so is they it want the same in the UAE. I'm not sure. No, maybe it is. I'm not that. sure. Some well, some parts of the UAE could do direct investment. I'm sure. Okay. Like yeah. Dubai and stuff. Uh, he wants them to stop stealing intellectual property. Um. And stop, stop subsidizing technology firms because in China, the government basically pumps money into every kind of every tech firm. Yeah. Really, as long as they think you're doing something that's useful, they'll yeah. fund you. They give you whatever you need. Um, yeah, yeah, and obviously all these demands aren't going to happen, right? Because yeah, like I said, China isn't stupid, and there's there's they're, they're very strategic about what they do. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, so um, in in August there was some volatility with Turkey. I think we mentioned it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a pastor got arrested right. in Turkey. Um, again, as a response to that, Trump announced he would double tariffs on um, aluminium and steel from Turkey. So fifty and twenty, yeah. respectively. Um, yeah, and then so in May also, China agreed to remove some tariffs on pork imports because remember I was saying those pork pork imports from the uh, Trump's voting base etc yep, yep. so they, they, they agreed to to uh, remove those tariffs in response well they, they agreed to lower those tariffs and also allow Qualcomm to acquire NXP now uh, Qualcomm is it's a US company 
and NXP is a Chinese tech company. So what we said earlier about China not letting American com- American companies invest into China directly, mm-hmm. this was a strategic move of the Americans to invest into China because usually it's the other way around. Gotcha. China's investing in all these US tech companies, right? Not just tech, uh, not just US, all around the world. Yeah, yeah. But no one, no one's able to go into China. Yeah. So that was like, and at certain point they've stopped Chinese companies. So I think, oh, come, I, I never t- said in them Hawaii or Hawaii, Huawei, Huawei. 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 they yeah. stopped them doing certain projects in in America, and I think here as well stopped them doing the project to have mobile phones on the underground. Uh-huh. I need to fact check that, and they did that on national security uh, gotcha. reasons. And stuff. Yeah, and the same in Germany. Yeah, yeah, same. If in Germany, they actually stopped them from buying one. Um, one technology which is strategically important to Germany I can't remember the name but you're not allowed foreign companies aren't allowed to buy German companies are they I, I think it depends it, you can do it there's oh, ways okay. to do it okay. but now obviously they're they're waking up and thinking well hold on what's going on here why mm. is China buying all these technology companies mm. interesting yeah so yeah that was that and um, the last thing Trump kind of did was this month he announced that next year he'll um there'll be an additional um ten percent no no as at the end of this month there'll be ten percent tariffs on two hundred worth of Chinese goods and then in January next year that will go that will double to twenty percent. Again, it's just an announcement so far. Yeah. Funny enough, usually when these announcements are made, markets go a bit crazy. Mm-hmm. When this was announced, nothing happened. Nothing happened. They're used to it now, right? Nothing happened. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I suppose that leads us probably onto our final kind of question is what does this mean for the everyday person that, you know, so mm. our listeners that are listening now, mm. you know, obviously we're in an interconnected global economy. So as much as it's a trade war between America and China, we're here in the UK, or if you're in the Netherlands or wherever you are listening to us right now, well done for doing that. Um, <laughs> what does it mean for them? Yeah, I, I think the the main kind of impact for everyday people is high inflation, I would say. Um, if, companies based in the uk have to pay more to import products from other regions they're going to pass that increase in price onto you so the products cost you a lot more mm. that's one way now that obviously doesn't work it's not that simple because sometimes they might not be able to pass on the cost because you're not going to buy it so it depends on how flexible how elastic is the price mm. of the product you know is it a necessity is it a luxury whatever it depends on that but definitely inflation i would say um and if it if that is the case that people are spending more, I guess um, they'll have they'll have left they they will have less disposable income, which could translate to less demand for products in general, mm. right? I don't know. So then, as you guys were saying, could this lead into a recession? Yeah, definitely. If it happens on a large scale. On on the flip side, it's great for local producers because if you're producing something which people were buying for a lot cheaper from China, for for example, in the US. And now that's not happening anymore. People will be coming to you, right? Because mm. you're the natural substitute. Mm. So local producers in general should benefit from it. Gotcha. But again, I say in general, uh, in theory, that might not be the case. Mm. If they have too much um, power, they might just increase prices by a lot more, right? Because they know you can't get it from China anymore. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's again, it's a mixed bag. It's a, you know, it's a mixed picture as usual. Um, that's interesting. So it could be good for the for the local suppliers yeah local customers. suppliers should benefit the most yeah. which is the main reason why Trump's doing this right which gotcha. um, yeah, makes a large amount of his yeah. Yeah. And even if the local suppliers are more expensive some items people 
not gonna care. Well, not gonna. They have a choice. They're gonna have yeah, to buy that's it. What I say. Yeah. But then people complain about the living costs going up. That's what I'm saying. And, it, it will. and I think that's what that's what it comes down to. It just squeezes <laughs> the everyday person in terms of cost of living, yeah, uh, potential for recession and whatnot. Yeah, mm. you but see a lot of reports about food costs and stuff, don't you? Mm. You know, um, and the cost of food going up, etc. In the supermarkets, it's just to see stuff like this that feeds into that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Now they need tariffs on tuna because that stuff's expensive, man. <laughs> not, not that I know of. Fresh, to, mo- fresh or tinned? Mo- most, most tinned. of the... Oh, come on, man. you got to go fresh. Most, most, of, <laughs> most of the tariffs have, have been on um, intermediate goods anyway. So not final goods, right? Mm-hmm. So Raw materials. Yeah, yeah. Well, not say the raw material, then the next step. And then before it gets to the final, it's just that middle. Okay. So again, everything is, you know, nothing is coincidence here. Yeah. Um, I guess the next, the, the new 200 billion C's announced, that's going to be more focused on final products. So like, I don't know, this hat you're wearing right now, the final. <laughs> As opposed to the cotton before. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All the parts Crazy. or whatever. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's kind of how it could impact the general person. And then obviously if you have investments and say if you're, heavy in technology companies i don't know if your technology company has la- large exposure la- has a lot of supplies in china their cost might go up yep. uh, their stock might not do too good i don't know so it, it's it's in general a negative for markets or for investment markets gotcha. so yeah. then that's another case so yeah be mindful of your portfolio understand exactly how it can be impacted uh, and what what the drivers behind it I yeah suppose. The, one of the countries that has very very low um, global trade exposure is turkey Okay. But Turkey's doing terrible right now. But <laughs> yeah, their economy is in status. Turkey is one of those countries which they will not be hurt by a global trade war as much as other countries are. But there's, yeah, yeah, that's that's another episode again. <laughs> so is this trade war, yeah. quickly, sorry, is this trade war one of the reasons why emerging market funds and that are having a bit of wobble? Yeah, it's it's contributed to it. Yeah. But people, or it's it's mainly the, the, the strengthening dollar mm. and high interest rates in the U.S., that those are the main culprits, but the global war isn't uh, global trade war isn't helping. Yeah. yeah, and that's what it seems to me. Like it might not be the direct yeah. cause of anything, but it's not helping anything. It's not helping. No. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not because firms better, are yeah. putting on like like um capital expenditure projects on hold, right? Yeah, they don't want to invest right now. They want to wait. Okay, what's actually going to happen next year? Mm-hmm. Let's just wait till next year. It's a it's, it's a crazy time. You know, you've got Brexit, which seems so undecided. You've got trade wars. You've got the the state of the uh, cycle anyway. Mm. Just there seems to be a lot of uncertainty. So it doesn't surprise me companies aren't investing at the moment. I wouldn't if I was running a company. Well, I, I say that this is why you need to invest in funds so someone can worry about this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and this is it, um, John. This is it. Yeah. You can't. It's very hard for you as a individual investor to keep up with all this stuff. And even if you know it, how are you really gonna translate it into actions? Right? You might not know that. Yeah. Right, yeah. Exactly. Cool. So, have we got anything more on the trade wars, or what would kind of be your part in? Um, I'd say, yeah, a lot of it really. It's it's definitely something that's not being over time. It's being a, it's been seen as less risky or less impactful mm-hmm. in investment markets. So earlier this year, when it started, I was like, oh, like, oh my god, the world's gonna end, blah blah blah. Now people are more like, yeah, yeah, maybe. Let's see what's gonna happen. So in a sense, now it's being underestimated as such. So if it actually does turn out that there, if there is a global trade war, the impact will be felt a lot more because people aren't expecting it. Right now, everyone's kind of realized, okay, Trump's just doing this yeah. to get other people to come to the to, you know, negotiating table or whatever. 
So um, yeah, but yeah, that's 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 it for me. I think it's gonna happen, man. I think this is gonna be World yeah? War Three. I don't think World War Three is gonna nuclear. be a physical war. I think it's gonna be a trade war. That's, you think it's gonna I've be a new age cold no, war? No, I've heard that before. Yeah, it'll, that's, yeah, that's, it'll that's, be an economic war. Yeah, it'll be all about yeah. uh, currency wars. It'll yeah. be yeah, I've heard that. I don't, that I don't before. think wars of the future will necessarily be physical. I've heard that before. So yeah, I think there'll be trade, technological, cyber. You know what I mean? Yeah, cyber. That's definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. So even if it's not this, it could be something else. But I definitely think there's one on the horizon. Cool. Any more from anyone else? No. No. Great. So. If there is anything more you want to know about trade wars, like, you know, Holland Francis, I don't know that much. Um, <laughs> as you can tell from this episode, he's the wealth S- of knowledge. Send us a message. Definitely. Um, get at us on our socials, Making Sense PC on Instagram and Twitter. Info at makingsensepodcast.com for the email. Um, as always, you know, your thoughts on this episode, ideas on future ones, you know, things you think we may have missed out, got incorrect. We're not above being corrected. We, we welcome that. We're only after the truth. Um, and yeah you know for me personally I think it's just one to be you know aware of you know if you are potentially impacted by it you want to be that much more aware of it but hopefully now if you do hear it on the news you know exactly what they're talking about and how it could impact you both at a personal level or you know as a a wider society how it could impact us all Uh, I think that's all for me Um, I've been Jay I've been Sam yes truly I've been John Take it easy guys until next week. Peace.